Hey Fraser Coast, it's Mac. The people of Victoria are going to be forced to wear masks when they go out in public. That's going to be a rule. But what about in Queensland? Should we be wearing masks as well? I want to know your thoughts on 13, 12, 16. Brett in Arrowween, do you reckon we should be wearing these masks in Queensland? Mate, look, I don't know. Each to their own. I think where we are, we're fairly well isolated and we've got plenty of space around us. But certainly those on public transport, mate, those having to work in town, it's probably not a bad idea. Making it mandatory, I think, is a bit over the top at the moment. But we'll wait and see what happens, I suppose. Darrell in Riverheads on 13, 12, 16. Do you think we should be putting on these masks in Queensland now? No. No, simple, plain answer, N-O, no. Yeah. We were told back in, oh, I'm going to go April by saying that the masks and gloves are a waste of time because you're touching a surface with the gloves mm. and then going to touch another surface. So you're just spreading it from one spot to another spot with the gloves. With the mask, well, what's that going to stop? Breathing on people? Yeah. Like, what's it supposed to stop? It's still going to breathe in the air. You've got to breathe. And what they said, it won't, the particles won't get through the, the mask. Yeah, well, I wouldn't even know where to start with masks. I mean, nobody's even talked to us about brands or, you know, types or anything. Exactly. And my next question is, where are all the health ministers at to say to us, or the doctors or the health professionals at, that need to say to us, yes, they work, or no, no, they don't work? Like, come on. Everyone's so scared. Everyone is so scared to be correct or incorrect on their statements. Marie, on 13, 12, 16, you work in the medical industry. What do you think about these masks? Should we be wearing them yet in Queensland? Good gosh, no, and I hope not. This is one of my biggest fears of Marie's. I've actually had a, um, in my clinic, this is one of the things we talk about regularly. One of my, my patients ask me this all the time because the World Health Organization, as we see on the TV, are spruiking and trying to push for this. But what they do not tell people and what they're not telling people are that your general mask only has like a, a lifespan of like, if you're healthy, an hour, and then you've got to change it. Uh, if you don't change it and all these people are walking around in public with these face masks on, uh, and if they have any viral bug or bacterial bug or worse, the COVID bug, they're walking around with these masks and they don't change them, then you're walking around with no protection and they're passing these bugs on to other people. So if they're not used correctly, then you may as well not use them at all, and that's not what they're telling the public. So then you've got old-age pensioners buying masks that can't afford it, and other people that can't afford them, they're not being used correctly, and I think they're more of a hazard than a... A help, really. Marie, is there a particular type of mask that people should be wearing, like an aspirator or something like that? As per the standard, um, if it comes to the COVID-19, if even the P3 mask will only give you 30 minute protection wow. if you come in contact with COVID-19. Yes, because it's a heavy droplet. So I, I understand where the World Health Organization comes from in, like, in making it some protection, but what they're not telling people is that you've got to be these masks regularly for them to be effective. Alicia Miles from Core Connect Psychology is with me. She's a psychologist. Good morning. Good morning, Mac. Alicia, there is a lot of talk at the moment about these masks. Victoria, apparently, very soon, it's going to be mandatory to wear these masks when you go outside. Um, some mm. people say these masks are good at keeping the colds in, 
but not so much at keeping the colds out. Um, mm. Some people think it's over the top. Other people were saying recently that maybe everybody should be wearing them at the moment across Australia. Do you think that this is a good thing for us to have or do you think this is something that could stir people up? I think that um, it depends on people's perception of it. Again, you know, if we go right back to the beginning, you know, we need to just go back to what the health authorities are saying um, and directing us to do. If we go right back to the beginning on when all of the restrictions got put in place, there were a lot of people that were happy with it, a lot of people were very dissatisfied with it. So, And it just depended on, you know, where their perception was. So I think it's the same with the mask. I think we need to follow what directions we're being provided by the health authorities because that's what's helped us all the way through this. You know, that's what's helped us um, become with, with such a great response that we've had. Yeah, look, we've been lucky in Queensland. And look, I understand if there's an area where there's an outbreak that, you know, maybe people should wear those masks in somewhere like Queensland, despite different stories that I've heard whether the masks work or not. But we know it keeps the colds in at least. Uh, However, it is something that I think people are a little concerned about because they're like, oh, no, I'm going to get fined. I'm going to get fined. I mean, that's got to be something that's on people's minds, especially if they can't get hold of masks like my mother-in-law. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I think that um, I was listening to the news this morning and they were talking Mm. about ramping up production of masks to ensure that people have access to it. And I think that there's going to be some level of understanding there if you can't get to them. But, you know, that's something that people need to discuss with whomever it is that's putting um, those restrictions into place. But I think that with regard, coming back to the fear that it may be creating, I think, again, people looking at, well, why are we doing this? What's the purpose of this? Mm. And then people where the, the pandemic or the you know, the virus isn't big, you know, yep. then do we really need to have it? So I think that, that um, our health authorities are responding and we need to just look in from our perspective rationally, why are we doing this and what is the purpose and what is it going to serve, you know, um, to try and reduce the anxiety that might be coming up um, and to try and allay some of the fear that might be associated with it. Yeah, would you say to people that there is something that they could do that's easy if they would like to calm themselves during this time? Yeah, totally. I think that um, is is looking at the breathing, relaxation, talking to family members, talking to people that, you know, they feel comfortable with about their worries if they're, if they're concerned, as well as coming back to, I use a lot of evidence-based thinking, coming back to where's the evidence to suggest that we need to be fearful of what's happening and it is a pandemic and yes we need to be careful but we also have the guidelines in place to ensure that we remain as healthy as we possibly can thank you very much alicia miles from core connect psychology thank you mac